Prop Nation. Week 11. We're at 11 weeks, John. Yeah, buddy. 11. That's a lot of weeks. Not a lot of weeks left. Not a lot of weeks left. Big, big parlay hit this past week. You've had a good week. Oh, my goodness. We're on fire. No, you know what? We'll just leave it at this. We're on fire. We're on fire. If you're listening, if you're if you're listening, yeah, we got to get the hockey show going. I'm killing it with Mm. hockey. Holy crap. Like bananas. But Mm. from from a football perspective, we said it last week. We said we're going to write the ship. We're going to come in here and we're going to we're going to clean up a big parlay. Mm. And everybody loves the sexy parlays. So we did it. We cooked it and uh, and it hit. And that was nice. That was that was that was a really nice one. Was I think it was six or seven legs? Like that was that was long. Anyway, here we go. Week eleven. We're we're about to do it again. We called it. I did. Uh, have, um, I, did I did have an eight leg <laughs> parlay oh, last that week. That was long. It was long. Six legs hit. I fell short on uh, Derrick Henry. Had a down week, which was a bummer. And uh, we won't bring it up, but the uh, Foster Moreau couldn't couldn't. Get yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take a shot. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take another one this week. Actually, I got a couple that are. I I started off with with the ticket building uh, mm. for this week, and it was all players that I typically lean on. Um, but then I started to get a little bit more spicy with my picks, right? And I kind of landed on, I have a spicy ticket. I have a spicy ticket this week, and I can't wait yeah. for you guys to hear about it. But, uh, John, you've, you've been Thursday night. Let's yeah, recap. We jump into the slate. Oh, man, Thursday was uh, was not kind to anyone, betting or – I know we're not, a, we're not a like a football analysis show per se, but you are a Bengals fan. Yeah, you yeah. Get, get, how, how, how's you feeling? Oh, you're temperature checking me. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, I want to hear what you have to say. Temperature's hot right now. Um, I don't think anybody in Cincinnati at this point feels like the Bengals have any form of a shot at all to make the playoffs. I think everybody's written it off. I was going through the social media comments this morning uh, on a bunch of Cincinnati Bengals uh, fan pages on Facebook. Uh, Everything on Instagram, everybody's pretty low on the whole situation. And uh, my good buddy, uh, Brandon, and I, we were supposed to go to the Bengals game um, in Cincinnati next Sunday. But uh, I got a lot going on in life, and uh, I had actually had to cancel on them. And, you know, we were texting earlier, and I was basically saying, like, you know, this is probably – it's it's probably a blessing in, in disguise. What do I want to go watch Jake Browning? <laughs> and then he said, Jake Browning will find a way. He's a Steelers fan. He said, Jake Browning will find a way. Because that's just what happens, you know. He's watching right. happen before with AJ McCarron, you know. Right. Yeah. It's oh, real rough. And uh, you know what? There's AJ a level. McCarron, though, he was he's a good backup quarterback, though. He didn't he play at Is Alabama he... or Georgia? You know, he, Alabama. It, or where did it, Browning go to college? I, to be honest with you, no idea. Yeah, I you know that's not a prospect that I that I prospected. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, but here we are, and uh, Jake Browning's about to to quarterback the Cincinnati Bengals, and uh, I couldn't be more excited. You want to know why? Yes, because nobody knows anything about Jake Browning. Like, right. like literally, this is a, a the, the book is wide open for this kid. 
and he has yeah. a chance. He has a chance to grab the bull by the horns and make love to it. Okay. I mean, yep. so the Bengals are five and five in the division. You are fourth. Mm-hmm. Very tough division. Ugly, so. <laughs> ugly, buddy, ugly. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? The rest of the the rest of the world thinks that the Bengals are done. I think uh, they're probably done. But there's this this level of optimism in there that says, let the kid go in there and be be who be like. There's zero expectations. I'll just put it that right. way. That nobody yeah. in Cincinnati right now thinks that this kid is going to come in and do anything worth anything. Mm. So when you have an entire city, that's just kind of like, we're just happy to watch football on Sundays now, because we know that the Bengals are fucked. Um, (laughs) You, you, you have, you have the keys to the castle. If you can go Mm -hmm. out there and play good football and you could just play worry free, not feeling like, Hey, the whole city is depending on you to make the playoffs. Yeah. I think you're going to get your best football. Right. So, I actually believe that the kid's going to do all right. Um, I don't know what even what all right looks like when he comes to Jake Browning. I don't even know. I don't know what bad looks like. I don't know what good looks like. I have no yeah. idea. I think the majority of people have no idea. So uh, all I know is that the first completion in Trenton Irwin looked real slick, and he popped another one right in a tight window to Trenton Irwin, and it looked real slick. Yeah. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it was like the pressures of actually being in the NFL and uh, and uh, rushing defenses really came into play, and you watched him um, fold under pressure. But that, but but honestly, a divisional game, John. You and I were texting. You and I were texting, and we were saying when when divisional teams play each other, there's no room to breathe. They, right. The books, and especially when it's a condensed playbook, when the right. Ravens know that this guy, oh yeah, yeah. Hey, remember that like expanded route tree and all that all the multiple play calls that we had to worry about on the oh we don't have to worry about that anymore okay no no more of that Mm -hmm. all we got to do is focus on (laughs) the primaries of how this team plays football that we've watched play football for how many years okay come on you're going to know everything in and out of those play calls you're going to know all the looks and the assignments as a defender that's when you can eat so all I know, all I know is that that game was destined to go where it went when Jake Browning came into the football game. But this week with pre- with it with preparation from Cincinnati's side, hey, look, maybe 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 they open up the playbook for the kid and just say, mm-hmm. sling it. And um, and a tough spot for him, you know, playing the Ravens at home and getting sort of thrust into that game. So they got the Steelers next. I was also sort of more concerned with, uh, not more concerned, but as concerned with Cam Taylor Britt, who's been sort of like one of your star defenders. I think he also got injured as well. Yeah, it was rough. It was just rough. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is either. But the, the, that whole day was horrible and terrible yeah. for, for your picks. Terrible for your picks, John. Yeah, unfortunately, my picks really relied on a healthy Joe Burrow. We got, hey, we got Rashad Bateman under 35 and a half. That was some free money. Thank you. Yeah. And um, OBJ. OBJ Buddy, was my you were play. on OBJ yesterday. Yeah. You were yeah, on like 25 yards. I was like, please, he'll crush that. I do yeah. wish Zay had just gotten an extra five yards. That would have been nice. You saw in mine um, that I had to reduce down to 40, right? So the Zay Flowers yeah, moved so that line it. down to 40. Yeah. yeah, that's decent. Good job. But uh, yeah, yeah. Let's hey, look, as long as you got to move the line. Yeah, yeah let's, let's go. Let's go. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Now kick us off. You go. Okay. All right. Well, here we're gonna we're gonna look at uh, we're gonna look at a few places. John and uh, unanimously, we have two two games that we both sniped. 
on this schedule and we have different players, which is wild to me because both right. you and I made actually same player on one game, but yeah, let's start with that one. So we've okay. got, we're, we're heading over to Miami and uh, what is the, what is the major defensive weakness of the Las Vegas Raiders? So Raiders uh, have had a hard time stopping the run. So far oh, the safe to say that the Raiders have had a hard time stopping the run. Can you give me some, some stats here that will tell yeah, you so basically uh, let's bring it up. Brees Hall was the only one who's really struggled uh, in recent memory. And it was last week. So I don't know, maybe with the uh, new head coach, what's his name? Antonio um, Pierce Pierce, who's come in. So maybe, you know, they had like a big bounce back week in that sense. Usually if the, there's a change at head coach, the team really rallies together. But outside of that, man, Saquon. Look at that. That's all green, buddy. That's all yeah, green. Can you can you put green. your cursor over it so anybody on YouTube can actually see what the hell we're looking at? Yeah. Don't forget to like and subscribe. But yeah, so and it's even against like Ramon J. Stevenson, who's had a bad uh season. AJ uh Dylan had some AJ Dylan. Right. The the potato. Yeah. So I mean they're they're in a they're in a really good spot here. And we know that Miami has completely changed the way that they go about their offense. They've spent way more time this season uh establishing the run and, and running the ball. Um and using their well you moving the ball through their running backs, I will say, because they they've also had a lot in the pass catching game. Yeah, yeah. Pass catching for the at? running backs as well. Pass catching for the running backs as well. Absolutely. And uh, you know, you you made a con you made a comment to me when I when I when I said this the name uh pre-show i said uh devon hn and you went yeah give me all of it like i want all of it <laughs> whatever the, whatever yeah, yeah all, all of it like you just like <laughs> rock rock hard horny for devon hn and uh don't be scared to say it john you are um so yeah you are and but there's one prop that i really love and it's the longest rush and we can't mm -hmm. seem to find it up yet because I, I i don't know if the books have actually registered that devon hn is back from injury um, right, but he is, so he's scheduled to play, but there's nothing on there yet. So I think that'll come out tomorrow, but my guess is, is the longest rush will be somewhere around 11 and a half to 12 and a half. Mm -hmm. And if that number all I'm comfortable taking that all the way up to 14 and a half. All right. So, uh, my, but I'm, I'm rooting, I'm explosive play rooting tooting for 11 and a half. If I get it, uh, I'll find it. And I'll snipe it if it's there, uh, but if it if the books come in at fourteen and a half, um, I'll still take it. And uh, anything over that, I'm not. But I do honestly believe one explosive play is coming off of the legs of Devon A. Chan. So, with that being said, the first pick on uh, the Week Eleven slate is Devon A. Chan over on the longest rush. Anywhere from eleven and a half up to fourteen and a half because the books don't have it yet. But book it. What I can see, I, I really like this pick. What I can see is Josh Jackson is 13 and a half and Raheem Mosert is at 15 and a half. So it could be somewhere in that area. But yeah, RB2 no, though, uh, RB2, he'll get, he'll get, he'll get a lesser attention, especially coming back from injury. 0% yeah. chance that he'll get the 15 and a half treatment that Raheem Mostert got. Zero. The only thing, um, does it concern you? Like, he, this player, he does have, like, a lot of hype. I mean, look at these games played in week three, four, five. 203 rushing yards, 101 rushing yards, 151 rushing yards. That's amazing. So, 
I'm not taking the rushing yards, John. I'm not taking the rushing yards. I'm taking the over on the longest rush. The hype is enormous. So, like, what? So, if it gets past like 15, then you probably would not take. I'm off. I'm off the. Yeah, man. I'm I'm off. I'm not taking it at that point. If 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 I still love the player in the situation, if I can't have that, if it's if it's out, then I would gladly take the receiving total up to 22. Yep. I think that sounds really good as well. I Like I was saying, all purpose, I'll happily bet the over. Rushing, I'll happily bet the over. Uh, rushing at this stage for Raheem Mostert is at 56.5. Josh Jacobs is at 66.5. Call it 60. I think that that's a fine line. That's a safe line to take for uh, Devon Achan. Yeah, yeah, that's it's not bad. I right, so yeah, I I had I had looked at that game, um, but for my running back, I wanted to. I was sort of tossing up, so I'm I'm looking at this uh, the LA Chargers who are traveling to uh, Lambeau to play the Packers hmm. in this spot. Uh, I think that the I was sort of tossing up between Justin Herbert potentially for an unders passing game, but I sort of have stayed away. It is at two sixty, but Green Bay has done a really really good job at shutting down. Uh, quarterbacks, uh, surprising as it is to say. So I'm actually looking at Austin Eckler for this spot here. I'll just quickly bring them up on screen. If you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. But basically, so you can see here, only one quarterback has had success against the Packers, and it was Kirk Cousins. Uh, it, I think it was in that game <laughs> that he got injured. Yeah, as yeah. Well. He was having a phenomenal season. But uh, Goff couldn't get there. Jimmy G, oh, it might have actually been Aiden O'Connell in that spot. I can't actually remember. Had a bad game. Um, now look, I will say, so Kenny Pickett has not been great. And Brett Rippon had a shocker. My God, Kenny Pickett. Can we just hold on, hold on before you move on. Right. Is there a more frustrating quarterback to watch than Kenny Pickett? Cause you want you like they're winning. They're the Steelers are winning football games. Yep. But my God, he looks awful. He has not been playing well, especially since he sort of started, like I had a bit of hope and optimism at the start of the season because he didn't look too bad, but it has really trailed off. Yeah, uh, not, not a Kenny weeks. Pickett, not a Kenny Pickett fan. I think between Jake Browning and Kenny Pickett, I'd probably take Jake Browning. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, well, look, um, what I'm looking at is this uh, Packers rush defense. It is not too good. I'm like, yes, they had uh, success against Alexander Madison, who we know he sucks. And then the Rams, um, they just couldn't move the ball at all. If you look at that entire line for that game, they had a backup quarterback in there, backup running backs in there. I think it was like Daryl Henderson and Royce Freeman or something like that. But outside of that, like Najee had a good game. Jalen Warren had a good game against them last week. Uh, Javante Williams. Oh, remember when that was, remember getting Javante Williams at 35 (laughs) rushing yards? Yeah, it happened for like three weeks. Three. Yeah. yeah, what What a time to be alive. Yeah. Exactly. But so Austin Eckler in this spot, I think will be great. The Chargers have been always leaning on Austin Eckler a lot. I'm just going to bring up his lines. Um, Yeah. What what is it? Is it 35, 40, somewhere in there? They're giving him, uh, I'm taking 85 all purpose yards. Okay. You're on the all purpose. Yeah, it is a little bit scary, but you don't have to buy the five. It's actually locked in at 85. John, that rushing at 49 and a half is the most appealing on that entire thing. But my only concern there is the Chargers are not a rushing team. It doesn't matter. Like, I think in this spot. Whereas I'd rather rely on the pass catching. And that's why I want to take both. uh, I get it. I get it. You're buying, you're buying how many, you're buying how many yards? 
None. You're not buying any. Really? They basically combine the two, and there's no extra five yards that you need all right, to pay. All right, all right, all right, all right. You don't have to convince me. That's where I'm fine. kind of getting into the, like, yeah, I th- see, I think he could, um, say, get, like, 50 to 60 receiving yards, and then that way you only need an extra, like, 40 rushing yards, and I'm not sure that he'll make the 50 that he needs there, but I think he might actually get that from the uh, receiving scrimmage area. So that's why I'm going for the old, for the scrimmage, where I, I normally don't, but Austin Eckler is one of those, like, a heavy pass catcher, you can actually combine and, and feel pretty good about them. But when you watch him rush, like, he has, he he is explosive. He is yeah. a fantastic running back, and he's got yeah. great vision on the outside, and I think yeah. he, this is where the weakness of the Green Bay Pack or, Packers actually exists. It's not yeah. between the tackles. It's on the outsides. And Austin Eckler, if I were the Chargers, and if I was calling the, if I was calling these plays, I would have a lot of, I would probably have seven or eight designed outside lead lead block runs designed for Austin Eckler. Yep. And uh, I mean, you're going to get chunk yardage, seven, eight, seven, eight with, with, if you, if you're sending a lot of blockers with you, like, right. you know, you hope to get seven or eight yards on each one of those rushes. And I think he's more than capable of doing that. And if you have seven, Times seven is forty nine. Right. So now you you just need a couple <laughs> inside runs, and there you go. You got your fifty. Right. Like that's yeah, that's yeah, how I, I about something else while you were talking, and I was like, oh, you I just got asked a question. I just asked you some <laughs> math. Yeah. And uh, but that's how I look at it, right? And when I game right. script, and I try and get in the head of an offensive coordinator when we're game script uh, for this, and and you look at the weakness of the opponent. I would, I would personally, I'm not going to take it, but John, I would, I would advise you against taking the all purpose because I don't think the receiving yards are going to be there like you think they are. Um, but I, I am fully on board with Austin, Austin Eckler as a, as a player in this game, uh, getting a lot of, a lot of yardage. I wouldn't be surprised if he got 65 to 70 yards on the ground and then 30. You know, so it's you're there, you're still there, you're with your all purpose, you're still close to being there. I just feel, I would feel personally, I would feel a lot better taking the rushing total. Yeah, I just haven't seen Austin Eckler perform well as a rusher, is what is like it's the hesitant part. And what I have seen from the Chargers is this is the way the Chargers offense rolls through the middle of the field to Keenan Allen, along the side to Keenan Allen, and then <laughs> check downs to Austin Eckler. <laughs> <laughs> right chunk for chunk gains and that's yeah. it. it's a repeat 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 or they'll try like a huge bomb down to Jalen Guyton now that they've got him back which is stoked like I'm stoked about uh <coughs> Quinton Johnson has not been much of a factor at all and then they got Gerald Everett through the middle as well but like this is it, it the the offense runs through Keenan Allen and Austin why, Eckler so. why why have the QJ lines been so inflated every week do people just love betting Quentin Johnson, I think I think they just they think it's like when you wanted to bet him um, a few many weeks ago now, but it was sort of like, oh wow, this line is so low, like he's got to get that. But like I said, five or something, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like I said, you, but we haven't seen it, so why would I bet that? It's the same thing with Rashad Bateman on Thursday Night Football. Line was at thirty five. He's never gone over thirty five. OBJ, OBJ, I grabbed OBJ at twenty eight yards. Man, yeah, <laughs> he got that in one catch. And and Rashad Bateman was oh, at thirty five. I was like, I, I, what? Like, yeah. how? How is this? Like, the trends are going in the opposite directions. Anyway, I like. I just have that. Que- I had that question. 
looking for QJ. I'm off the QJ train, uh, but yeah. I actually believe that as a as a strength body possession receiver, he has a lot. He has yeah. a lot to give. Um, it's going to take him a little bit of time, I think, to get acclimated well, to the is, NFL. But this is where fantasy and sports betting collides, and this is what I love. So you, this is this is the perfect like Rashad Bateman, Quinton Johnson, fantasy darlings in prime time spots who have not done anything you can take massive advantage of those players because Unders. the lines will be inflated. They've yep. got no track record of proving to do anything whatsoever. But people are like, nah, he's a good player. I love him. And not because it's primetime game, you know, the casual sports betters get in. They're like, holy shit, Rashad Bateman only needs 35 yards. He'll smash that. And it's like, but if you actually pay attention, he doesn't. He won't. <laughs> so, yeah, he won't. And there's, there's lots more players out there just like that where, like, you you just, there, there's so much hype for them. There's so much love in the fantasy community that it does start to inflate the lines. And then that's where you and I can take advantage. Yeah. I've never understood that community. And like, it's a, it's a weird one. And I got a feeling that yeah. we're, we're, we're about to embark on a journey where we're going to be faced and intermingling with this. Right. And, uh, I don't even know how to navigate it because I feel like it's like, you got a lot of people that are just acting like this is like a game of like, uh, Dungeons and Dragons or something, you know, versus like actual like, hey, fucking watch the game. Yeah. Pay attention to the sport. Understand it's, how uh, the plays are being yeah. run. You it's know, unproven talent and they get hype. It's just hype. And that's why yeah. that's why I, I do this spreadsheet, because I want to see what's being too overhyped and what the trends are. And here's one I just want to float past you. I've got a new money making machine. So on one side of the ball, <laughs> what? <laughs> just you, you're, you're, you're hilarious. And I, I know where you're going. I just actually know where you're going. So go have a, have a, have at it. I want to hear it. Uh, so Jay Alexander has been shutting everyone down, but you can get success against the uh, Packers second, but I'm actually going to focus on the charges here for a second because um, the wide receiver one for every team for the last however many weeks has had success in Detroit, New York, Chicago, Kansas City, Dallas. They've all been playing really, really well against wide receiver ones. Chargers defense, we know, is starting to fall apart. Here is my money-making machine. Who do you think the wide receiver one for the Green Bay Packers is? Uh, tough question, but I've got an answer for J you. J His name's Jordan Reed. Jalen and Reed. I was just going to say Jalen Reed. I, I was like, I was hesitant because I, I, you know, I was thinking, is it Romeo Dobbs? But then I'm like, it's not looks. It's actual, hmm. actual value, actual yardage value. And that's Jalen Reed. Yeah. So uh, Christian Watson has had a really bad season, has not gone over his reception totals once. He's just gone over. Sorry, he's receiving yards one time. Catches, never been able to do it. Romeo Dobbs has been really, really bad. Most of the, and I mean, the Packers offense in general has been bad, but there is one new money making machine. Shining light, baby. Reed. And I actually fully believe he is the receiver one for the Packers. Um, and he's flying under the radar right now. Look at this 40 yards, 40 yards, 40 yards. Okay, he didn't get those. They were quite a lot. But then he went down for 25 yards last week for no reason. Like he was still hitting his reception props. So he's getting a lot of balls at the line of scrimmage, but he is going over them. So if you want to bet. The receptions are hot. They're hot. Yeah. It, if you can get two and a half of Jaden Reed against uh, the Chargers, who are a bad defense right now, who are going to be the Packers will be at home. I really, really like this. This is not my receiver pick, but I do sneaky like uh, the Green Bay Packers number one wide receiver, wide receiver one, Jaden Reed. There it is, WR one, WR one, buddy. Green Bay Packers. That's It'll gonna that's, that'll stir up some controversy for the cheeseheads. <laughs> for our cheeseheads, yeah. Hello, yeah. Cheeseheads. We love you. Yeah, yeah, love them.
Uh, all right. So we're going to take another stroll. We're going to head over to, uh, to Texas. Gotta say my favorite place to visit on this planet is Texas. <clears throat> Never been. Well, maybe one day we should go, John. We should. I'm a, go Dallas, I'm a Dallas Stars fan in hockey. Yeah. Ironically, I have never followed the Houston Texans until this past week. And I went back and I watched a crap ton of film. Because mm-hmm. after they be- after they beat the Bengals, I went, okay. What? I watched the game. You know really good? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I watched the game and I, and, and I was very surprised. I was yeah. not expecting what i watched i've watched watched every uh, throw from cj stroud this season yeah you're cj stroud tank dell nico collins like man even john mechie just gets your rocks fucking blazing for sure but uh (laughs) you know you're you're against okay well i i dug deep i just i just tried to pull my boy yeah brevin jordan you forgot brevin jordan i he's my boy that's your boy (laughs) uh but they look really good yeah however they're giving up the deep ball just as much as they're giving the deep ball. Actually, that's a lie because they're giving the deep ball every third play. Mm-hmm. Every like when you look at the stats and you look at the actual play, like I felt like every time I t- turned my head up away from my phone, because we all live inside of that now, um, I was looking at all the stats and everything else going on. I look up CJ Stroud, deep bomb, 27 yards, 55 yards, 35 mm-hmm. yards. I was like, Oh my God. But hey, you got to keep up with that, right? Mm-hmm. If you're playing against that, you got to keep up with it. So then you start to look at on the other side of the ball, who's the one that's going deep? I, I'm like, I'm very contrarian. Instead of trying to pick which receiver is going to go for 150 on, on the Texans, I look at, okay, somebody's going for 150. If somebody's going for 150, that means CJ Stroud's probably getting 300 yards. If he's getting 300 yards, you gotta you you have to compete with that. Mm-hmm. That's that's the game script, and you're you're on the road. You you are on the road, and you have to throw the football. So you're gonna have to take a couple chances. If you're gonna take a couple chances near the Arizona Cardinals, who are you throwing the ball to, John? Boy, I I mean, last weekend they were two two yeah oh inches off of Hollywood Brown. That would have been a huge game, but because they missed that. We don't have to worry about paying for that this week with these lines. Well, so we get the under. We 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 get we get a a, a lower a lower yeah. total. Uh, the lowest that I saw Hollywood Brown's longest reception, I was at nineteen and a half. Woo, yeah, dude, I love that. I last last year or two years ago, two years ago. Oh my god, time flies, man. With Lamar Jackson. Hollywood Brown was catching 40 yard passes every single game. Yeah. They tried the same play over and over again. Last year, Hollywood Brown was catching 30 something yards. Kyler Murray doesn't have the same arm. Right. But it they were still long. They were still really long. And last game, you watched when in desperation, Kyler Murray, they were designed plays. Those weren't scrambles. Those were designed mm-hmm. plays. Mm-hmm. For Hollywood Brown to catch the ball 40 yards down the field. I'm telling you, one of those hits this week. There's a completion there. There's yeah. a completion there. There's a law of averages. He tried it, I don't even know how many times in this past game. Didn't didn't make the completion. Kyler Murray was getting his footing under him. Anyway, mm-hmm. I don't need to explain myself anymore. Here it is. Hollywood Brown, longest reception, over 19 and a half. If you don't take it, you're a fool. So this ties in really, really nicely with uh, my second pick as well, which is Kyler Murray. 
I am going to have a look at, like, I, I love this game. I think this is going to be a great game. The over-under set at 48. We're in Houston, so we're in a dome, which is nice to think about. I mean, there's going to be no, like, the weather would be fine anyway. It's a nice day in Texas. But there's a lot of goodness to have in this matchup. We know that CJ Stroud is playing at an all-time record pace. It's ridiculous. With And with that, I mean, Kyler Murray, he looks he looks really good against the uh, Falcons last week. I mean, um, like, like, John, you could you could go out there and you could probably stretch a, a flash of brilliance. I think against the Falcons, they are a team that is trajecting down. Yeah, I, well, that is that is true. They are trading going down, and the Cardinals are going up. So you can get uh, Kyler Murray right now at 240 passing yards, and I don't mind the over there. I think that the link with Hollywood Brown will be really nice. The Texans' defense, I'll bring them up because they have been very hit and miss. The run day has been really bad. Uh, against passing quarterbacks, they have not been good. They have the last time, I mean, like a lot of uh, quarterbacks have had success. The only one who didn't was Kenny Pickett. Well, we know what to think of Kenny Pickett now. Uh, all others, so Borrow, Baker, Bryce Young, who hasn't been playing well, he had a good game. Uh, as well as Derek Carr. So you can see the wide receiver ones on these teams. Just last week, we talked about Jamar Chase, and he did have a really good week. That was a hit. Mike Evans was a hit. Adam Thielen was a hit. So the receiver two, you got to be careful of. And that's where, I mean, the receiver two might be like Michael Wilson or Rondé Moore. So we're not too concerned about that. But this will be a Hollywood Brown game. And this will be a Kyler Murray game. I freaking love this stack. I think that you can get a lot of success with this stack. And if I just bring up Hollywood Brown, who's had a tough season because he's had tough quarterbacks. He said Josh Dobbs has not been good. That If that one bomb that we talked about from last week, if that hits, he makes this line. The other thing is like, this is where his lines have been sitting around this area, 55. So I think that we can get a bit of success here. And I really, really like these. I, I agree. <clears throat> Would this be a good time to throw an audible and a curveball on you for the show, John? Please do. Okay. So, we talked earlier in this week about doing an eight receiver for 80 yards. Yeah. Eight for 80. I like this idea. I like this for $8. Yes. $8. Okay. Eight receivers for yep. 80 yards. Yeah. Let's lay them out right now. Let's let's lay them out right now. We're going to lay it out right now. We're going to make this ticket. And this is going to be the ticket that everybody's riding with. Um, This is my Do boss. Hollywood this, Brown on it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, do I want Hollywood Brown on it? We're doing it. So we've got a couple picks. I love it because we just gave we just gave we just gave enough that you could theoretically um, build a ticket around what we just provided. But uh, this week that eight dollar ticket, yeah, it might even be eighty for me. I did. I might. I was gonna say, what about eighty dollars? Yeah, I think like eight, and then we're gonna. What are we gonna win? Eight like sixty seven thousand. Yeah, you know. But like, whatever. Let's go for it. Let's freaking yeah. go for it, John. Um. Yeah. Okay. So my first pick for that is Hollywood Brown. Yeah. I'm gonna let you take the second pick here. So this ties this ties in nicely with my receiver pick, which is Terry McLaurin against the Giants. Ooh, you're gonna take him for eighty yards. Yeah, so you can get the line right now for Terry McLaurin at sixty yards. That's a great line. Sam Hell's been throwing so, so many bombs per game, so he, he's averaging like forty passing attempts a game, and they're I making him it. throw a lot. I love the Giants. It. Have got a terrible uh, corner 
defensive back room against receiver ones, particularly every receiver one they've faced this year has had success. Well, guess what? It's Terry McLaurin's turn. So even though the line is 60, take that. Let's put him on the 80. I like it. I really like it. John, are you going to hate me if I take Amon Ra here? No. So Amon Ra is a great pick because okay, he's we're going Amon Ra. Lights out. Oh, I, I just know. Say, I, I, do, I do have Jared Goff for under his passing yards this week. Were they 280, trying. though, or 290? Yeah. No, it's two. I think it was 270. I feel like 270 is the accurate number for that, though. Yeah, the Bears are good. So this is this is the weird one. So this is Jalen Johnson for the Bears. We talk about him a lot. If you pay attention to our show, he shuts down everyone, man. He does. Now, Adam Thielen, remember that pick from last Thursday Night Football? Mm. That was my lock yep. of the week in that year. But Adam okay. Thielen is old. This is the first time the Bears it's have old. played Detroit, though. First, first time they've played each other this season. So... Can Armin Ra be the one who gets over this for 80 yards? I, I'll, I'll put him in there. I'll put him in. Oh, this him. is so hairy. This is so oh, hairy. Okay, well, let me make you – I'll make you feel better about yourself then. <laughs> How's this then? Okay, we, we're going Armin Ra. We're going – my gut said Armin Ra. We're going Armin Ra. We're going yeah, Armin Ra. He's only not made his uh, receiving yeah. top total one time since week okay. two. He's that's perfect. Over, that, that's, my, that's my – that's my uh, – yeah. That's Bears, my second Bears pick. Co- we each have four picks here, John. So you grab another one. Let's go. Okay. What else are we looking at? What else? Well, <laughs> this this is tricky because yes, we have not had much time. Yeah, I to... know. This is, this is what's great about it. It's all gut. There is no stat. Just gut. Look at the look at the oh, list. I got one. I got one. CD Lamb against the Carolina Panthers. I love Carolina it. Panthers have struggled against receiver one options. And you know, who's fucking on fire at the moment is Dak to CD. Perfect. Moving Chucking on. Here we go. CD lamb's going in the list so far. Yep. Mark East Brown. Yep. Your Terry first McLaurin. Terry McLaurin. Yep. Amon Ra. Amon Ra. CD lamb. Yep. Puka Nakua. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't expect it. You didn't expect it. Who's playing quarterback for them? It's it's Matt Stafford. He's back. Is he back? Okay, 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 okay. I did not know he was back. I thought he was still injured. No, I, I'm going to double check here. But uh, yeah, Matt Stafford's back. Yep, Puka Nakua. I picked up Carson Wentz for nothing. What a waste of fab. All right, Puka Nakua, eighty yards. So oh that's so dangerous. That's so dangerous. Yeah, because the Seahawks corners have actually been playing very, very good football right now. Uh, just even since week six, last five weeks, only uh, one receiver in Amari Cooper went over his line and then twice for the receiver too. I it actually, I almost want to look on the other side of the ball at Seattle against the Rams because the receiver two for Seattle, I mean, it could be Tyler Lockett. I just don't know if it's Tyler Lockett or Jackson Smith and Jigber. It's tricky. All right. So no. just let me stay with it. Just, just roll it. All right. All right. Well, okay. Look. What, we got to go Tyreek Hill against the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's... I think that's an obvious one. Come on. That's an obvious one. Let's go for it. Can we... Okay, mate, can we put Puka as like a... a maybe if we if we get <laughs> nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we got to go eight. But uh, yeah. I know... I know I, yeah, I know we you don't need like... two more. Two if more. it happens, John, though, mm-hmm. and Puka hits that, 
and you yeah. make me pull this off the card. <laughs> well, see, this is the thing. This is why I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just sometimes you just gotta let it go. You know. I mean, I said that because my daughter is watching Frozen like yeah. every day for yeah. she's watched Frozen, and I can't stop saying let it go. But yeah. John, let it go. Pukaniku is staying on the card. Okay. All if right. If he burns yeah. us, if he burns us, you can then tell me. I told you so. We're getting to the uh, hairy end of this. We've got to find two more. We got to find two more. I know this is like it's know, very. Man. It's it, you. So we got to find two more. Um, what about uh, Stefan Diggs against the Jets? Mm-mm. Nope. No. Saucy. Saucy. Not the Bills. No. If I was gonna, um, if I was gonna take it, it'd be Gabe. But I still don't like it. I think that that no game, way. that game, a divisional game. Remember what I was just saying yeah. about divisional games? There, there is that game against Minnesota where Denver is playing, and uh, there's something, there's something in me that says uh, that uh, uh, on both sides of the ball, I don't mind Addison, and I also, I mean, I kind of mind Addison, but I don't mind Jerry Judy in that spot. Hmm. I know, I know, I know what you're thinking. It's Cortland Sutton's game. The Vikings, uh, yeah, they've been, they've been middle of the pack. I've got, I've got a more disgusting one for you. Okay, I'm ready to hear it. I'm ready to hear it. Deontay Johnson oh against God. the Browns. Oh no, you can't divisional. Look at this. Just, just look at all on. the ones. They've just, all hit their minds. Just. Like I asked you to let Puka Nakua go, Deont- Deontay Johnson's good man. He's really good. I mean, look at these lines. Kenny, I mean, Kenny, he didn't Kenny, hit last week. Kenny Pickett. He's gonna only throw 130 yards in the game. Is Deontay Johnson gonna get 80 of them? <coughs> Fuck, sorry, I keep coughing. I thought that was a laugh. It should be a laugh. Um, oh man, this is tough. So okay, so you want Jerry Judy? No, I mean, hey, look. If you believe, if you believe. Oh. John, if you believe, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe. This is a fun exercise with with I'd zero. Rather, this is I, great. I'd rather take like DJ Moore. Justin Fields will be back. Yeah, I'm down with DJ Moore against the Lions. They'll need to keep up pace with them. Yeah, I'm down That's with DJ, DJ Moore. Moore. Never mind. Yeah, I'll do DJ Moore instead of Deontay. So, who, so you want Jerry Judy as your last pick? Right, I'm sticking with Jerry Judy, yeah. All right, that's it. We got our eight. Eight for 80. Oh, those are some ugly ones, buddy. Some, some eight for 80. I'm surprised at, the 49ers at, aren't on this. Uh, no, I can't. I, what am I going to do? No. Take Brandon Ayuk? Yeah, Brandon Ayuk. No, I'm not doing it. All right. I, I mean, is Mike Evans playing? Yes. I was, I was actually thinking taking Mike Evans because the 49ers have been susceptible. Yeah. I'd rather take Mike Evans than Puka. No, don't even stray me. Don't Been do not carried. stray me. You can't take uh, any of my picks back. Okay. Those are my picks. All right, so we've got Hollywood Brown, mm-hmm. Terry McLaurin mm-hmm. against the Giants, Amonra against the Bears. That I one scares it. me. Oh, actually, we can't take DJ Moore then because it's the same game. No, who cares? Take it. CD Lamb Puka, uh, against the Panthers. Puka Nakua against the Seahawks. <laughs> oh, my boy. Let's go. Puka Nakua, 80 yards. I swear to God, if you hear this, if you are listening, I'm going to tag you in every every piece of social media content until you see this. You better go over 80 yards. Tyreek Hill against the Raiders. Oh, I really like that one. 
Jerry Judy against who are they playing? The Broncos of Minnesota. They're playing Minnesota, yeah. And DJ Moore against the Lions. If you uh, like me and you can't parlay same games, I quite like Mike Evans against the 49ers. I would put in. All right. So that that's I accept that, but I can parlay the same games. Yes, and you uh, can in your part Mike of Evans, life. Mike Evans is not in that ticket. As much as I like Mike Evans, and like my gut kind of tells me to take Mike Evans. I don't know over who though. Mm. Terry over Terry McLaurin, probably. <laughs> yeah. Terry over Terry, 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 yeah. Like the one who I think will be the look. I that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem, John. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's um, Mike Evans receiving yards over the last like five weeks. Last week, 143 yards against Tennessee, 87 against Houston, 39 against Buffalo, 82 against Atlanta, and then 49 against Detroit. And from there, he also had 171 against Chicago. Come on, man. I like it. Don't get me wrong. I like it. All right. I, I, I'm, I'm on the record. I would have taken Mike Evans over Terry McLaurin. All right. But I'm not because that's your pick and I'm not taking it away. And you've dialed in Terry McLaurin and I've dialed in Puka Nakua. So just, oh, man, why can't these things be like three for 30? Why does it have to be eight for 80? <laughs> but we can do a three for 30. I, I, I love I, or like two for 20 and we take backup yeah. tight ends, buddy. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. that's, that's it. Two for 20 at, with $200 down because that's the only way you're going to make money. But like, right. uh, yeah, I mean, I'm doing it. We're doing it. That's it. All right, bud. Well, those are the picks. I'm throwing one last, one last sneaky play in here that we talked about. Okay. I, I've said all mine, I think. Yeah. Um, I really, really like the kid out of New York with oh, the Jets. Yes. I really like Xavier Gibson. And I know that his receiving total is going to exist somewhere sub 20. If it's just over 20, all the way up to 25. I'd play this to 25. I like Xavier Gibson over any number up to 25. The line's not out for him yet. Yeah, but it, I, it, won't, it won't come out until the morning of, I would I say. I know, I know. And and I really like it. And if his receiving total is three receptions, that's a spicy little parlay for me. I like it. Yeah, look at these snap counts since uh, week four. 19%, 31%, 11%. Then, then 20 after the buy. So then they went on buy. And then from there, 25%, 58 And then, and then so yeah, there you two, go. Two weeks ago against the Chargers. One catch last week against Vegas, but it was for 24 yards. There you go. I love when stats, when your stats prove me right, John. It's there. Uh, the kids are going to get the attempts. So uh, ride them while you can. And uh, for better or worse, like, I don't think he's a superstar. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's a superstar. I think the attempts are going to be there. And with potentially, I mean, it might be some gamesmanship going on right now where they're saying that uh, Garrett Wilson is questionable. Mm -hmm. You know, this happens all the time. Okay. Do you prep for a game without our superstar with Zach Wilson or, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden he comes in and 
<laughs> catches mm-hmm. 19 balls, <laughs> 275 <laughs> yards. <laughs> Zach Wilson was the superstar. Without no, no, I did not mean that Zach Wilson was the superstar. No, Garrett Wilson, like Garrett Wilson, but it was just like, oh, yeah, I guess like we have, we have wanted Zach Wilson to be a superstar. But just, uh, yeah, it'd be great. I think the whole world wanted to get Zach Wilson. He had his time. And uh, yeah. unfortunately, that time passed. But Xavier Gibson, the safe, reliable pass uh, before the line of scrimmage, yeah. will be the early and often target in that game. And it's against the Buffalo Bills, so you know that the Jets are going to want to come out and do some funky shit. Early uh, and often, buddy. I think Khalil Shakir will be used as like a gadget guy for the Bills, and I think that uh, the Jets will probably hit them right back with Xavier Gibson. So I like it. This is interesting. You've always got like these really under the deep. radar deep, sort of like deep. We talked about them in like episode one or episode two when we were talking about preseason. They're so mm-hmm. deep. It's um, so deep. But this is where you got to dig. This is where you yeah. got to dig because honestly, you try and hit every superstar, you're going to be falling flat. Right. So this is where you find the value. And this is a situational value. I will I will probably say that I will never take him for the remainder of the season. Mm-hmm. And I had not taken him prior to this moment. But this is the moment. Your moment is now, Xavier Gibson. That sounds good, man. So just to recap our picks, we've got I've got Kyle Murray over 240 passing. Uh, against the Texans, uh, I've got Austin Eckler over 85 all-purpose yards against the Packers, and Terry McLaurin over 60 against the Giants. I really like Devon Achan over on the longest rush, playable up to 15. Well, 14 and a half at 15, I call it a day. I like the longest completion for uh, Hollywood Brown and. I will. Uh, I saw it at 19 and a half, so I'm grabbing that without a doubt. But that's playable to 22 and a half for me, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Xavier Gibson. I like his receiving total anywhere over, uh, I want to say, uh, this is a tough number. I like it for three receptions, and uh, I'm comfortable to 20, 21, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Um, it yeah. won't be that. Oh, for his receiving yards. For his yeah. receiving yards. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, and then you heard our eight for 80. Eight for 80, baby. Yeah, you heard our eight for 80. Hollywood and- Brown, Terry McLaurin, Amon Ra, CeeDee Lamb, Puka Nakua, Tyree Kill, Jerry Judy, and DJ Moore. John, you have to clip these off. Not clip them off, but uh, time yeah. frame them off so somebody can actually follow along with that madness that we just had on this show. All right. <laughs> all right man Send us let's out. rock and roll yeah Make hey cool. look week 11 we had a strong week 10 i hope you guys friggin' loved it on instagram follow along because we're always happy here we go week 11 we're about to hit this eight for 80 john race it hut, hut. let's do it <laughs>